0: Hello again, it is Wispit by Angela. Wispit abbreviated stands for women and wisdom in socially powerful and interesting times. As always, it is my hope that anyone and everyone that tunes in will be enriched, edified, and spiritually touched to move beyond the challenges of this life and rise from the ashes of this limited existence to a higher elevation of thinking and creativity. Today, I will present a topic that I guess there is no place to start except at the beginning. This topic is a very difficult one and there is no magic template or formula, or solution, because human relationships are often intricately woven into many parts. You see, a child may tell a fib to get a cookie or candy, and while this doesn't bring physical harm or detriment to another person, it does bring disappointment to the parent, the grandparent, the teacher, or whomever in most cases, because it represents a betrayal of trust. Now when lying grows beyond childhood into adulthood, relationships in marriage, or even business relationships or families, now here's where the real problem begins. The betrayal of trust comes in many forms. So I would like to start by sharing a personal story of betrayal in my life. First of all, I would like to start by saying this. Most of my life, I have heard the constant bickering and fighting over family land on my maternal side of the family. I have heard from several relatives and have even known for quite some time that my maternal grandfather was physically abusive and emotionally abusive to my grandmother, which secondarily caused his children my mother and her brother to suffer. As a child, I could not understand why my mother held on to so much pain. She just couldn't let it go, not only of what her father did and failed to do, but also the anger of what a particular relative did many years ago to her and her brother's portion of land that they owned. You see, the bickering and the anger and the hatred was so much that I actually thought that this family land was cursed. Ironically, this is the same family farmland that I and my mother now own today. But what I discovered was not that the land was cursed. Oh, no, the curse resides in the people who fail to grow and mature and understand the importance of healthy boundaries. You see, for the first time in my life, I truly understood what my mother must have gone through. You see, the pain and the agony of deceit and betrayal, it intensifies with time, particularly when it's not healed the intensity of her anger and her hatred that has now become a real factor that I had to digest and now have had to digest recently because of unforeseen events. The family land that is owned today constitutes over 1,400 acres that was separated and split between relatives years ago. One uncle's greed, and I will refer to him as uncle X and his canvassing of timber on land that he did not own caused some of the biggest fights and divisions in this maternal side of the family to such an extent that this is the stuff that lifetime stories are made of. Not only did he harvest over $70,000 of timber over 20 years ago from my mother and her brother's land, but the timber company also failed to do the proper title search. All I know is that if my father had not been there with the level of anger that my mother exhibited, this story could have actually ended very differently. But either way, the debt had to be paid either with imprisonment or payment by the relative or the relative's family. So the money was used, to my understanding, to pay for the division of this land legally so that situations like this would hopefully never happen again, right? Not so fast. I'd like to take a moment to inject a sidebar conversation about the picture. That I have chosen that you may see associated with this episode, particularly if you have an Android phone. You will see a picture of my truck's dashboard display on the morning that I visited my farm approximately a week ago. Most people who really know me know the story of how I see triple numbers almost every day of my life. And this started back in 2019 after a very dear aunt on this maternal side of the family told me that I was the person who was supposed to develop my mother's land. And this is where the 107 year old farmhouse stood. I had no idea what she was talking about. I just didn't understand. You see, this was not my dream. This was not my desire. I had a whole nother plan for my life, but ironically my mother kept repeating that year in 2018 to be exact that her brother was trying to take her land. It made no sense to me because keep in mind that my mother has Alzheimer's dementia. Now she has lucid days. And then there are days where, you know, things don't often make complete sense, but during this time, She was right on the mark. Her exact words to me were get my land. I told you my brother is trying to take my land. I told my mother that I didn't even remember how to get to the land because I had not seen this land since I was 12 years old. I didn't even know where to start. I facetiously said, what do you want me to do? Get a lawyer? And she said, yes. She didn't even blink an eye. Her words were clear, she was focused and I had seen that look before and I knew that she meant business. She said, you are just like your father, you will know what to do. It was chilling to say the least. But there was only one person that I could think of who could possibly show me where this land was that I had not seen since I was 12. I had no idea how to get to it, and this aunt was now 92 years old. She not only agreed to show me where the land was, but she asked for the assistance of one of my cousins who drove her as I followed in tow in my car. But when we arrived and I saw the house, I could not believe that this 107-year-old house was still standing. I remembered the house, but I also remembered that there was an old barn near it. This house was still so beautiful, even in its antiquity. And I asked my aunt, what happened to the barn? And she said, Your grandfather chopped it down for firewood. Now I know all of this sounds crazy, but it's true. I assure you. She then told me, don't let anyone take this land from you and your mother because you are the chosen one to develop this. Four months later, as we stood on this property and then followed her down to the family cemetery where my great grandparents are buried that were born in 1871 and 1873, this aunt died. Now next comes one of my mother's best friends who now tells me, now when you see this land, don't sell it. I need you to really look at this land first. Well, I did that and this friend died three months after. And that is when the numbers began. So you might be thinking about what all of this means. See, the first set of numbers that appeared before my aunt died were 444. I didn't know what it meant. I remember having a conversation with her while she was in the hospital and she said, Angela, what does it mean? I said, I don't know. Nothing like this has ever happened to me before. I don't understand. Well, my aunt died on April the 4th. Well, I have come to realize that I have always been a numerical person and I have always had a photogenic memory for numbers. So I felt that this was maybe God's way of speaking to me. So, on the early morning of Friday, September the 24th, 2021, my truck's display showed not only the number 555, but that it was 55 degrees that morning. And the song on the radio by Leela Hathaway was entitled, Heaven Knows. Now, if you think that that's something, I then saw a gas station called loves with a heart symbol on the top of the sign with the numbers five, five, five. And then directly after those numbers was one, one, one. So now let's go back and pick up where I left off about the question. Would this scenario of bad past behavior of a relative ever repeat itself again? It wouldn't, right? Wrong. Wrong. The problem was not only resurfacing, but it was manifesting itself all over again. You see, Uncle X, now in his 80s, earlier this year, made a comment that I needed to clear or thin the pine grove in the back of my farmhouse. And I told him that I would not and had no intentions of doing this because I loved the way that it looked and it offered me privacy. But why would he care? It's not his land. He owns no land in the area of my farm. Subsequently, a gentleman who bush hogs for me said that he saw two men in the pecan grove approximately one month ago, and they were at the left side of the pecan grove as you enter up the driveway to the farm. One uncle asked the bush hogger now, If I was going to create a road behind my farmhouse, he didn't ask me. Well, the bush hogger told him correctly. He said no. But why would Uncle X even care? Well, in 2018, my mother with Alzheimer's dementia sensed in her spirit that her brother was trying to take her portion of the land. Now keep in mind, my mother had not physically seen her brother in almost a year. What she also didn't sense in her normalcy, she now sensed in her dementia. I know this all sounds crazy, but I assure you it's true. She never realized that her own brother was the missing piece of the puzzle. You see, he was part of the betrayal. My mother's brother had technically sold his half of the land, which had not yet been legally separated or divided from my mother's land to uncle X's son. And the irony here is that my uncle sells the land to the son of the uncle who stripped the timber from their land over 20 years ago. That's right. He betrayed his own sister because he thought no one would be smart enough to figure it all out. Well, it backfired. And the person who seemed to be figuring it out was my mother with the Alzheimer's dementia. Not only was that true. But the lawyer that I contracted at my mother's insistence also informed me of his findings that my mother's brother had truly done exactly what I just said. He also was the one who revealed to me the details of the past events of uncle X when the timber had been stripped down over 20 years ago, the tangled webs we weave. Ironically, my mother's brother died in the following year after the land was legally separated. So now let's go back to the 555. As I pull onto the main road entrance to the farm where my neighbor or a neighbor resides on quite a bit of property behind me, the neighbor's wife informs me that my uncle, Uncle X, who was responsible for the original stripping of the timber from my mother and her brother's land, had been calling her husband incessantly about cutting down some of the timber in behalf of an aunt. The neighbor stated that her husband had refused him several times. And after hearing this, I decided to make a few phone calls. I called Uncle X's brother or one of his brothers, and I called the aunt. Hmm. The uncle's brother or Uncle X's brother asked Uncle X if it was true that he had contacted the neighbor that resided behind me about stripping land. He admitted that it was true but then he deviated from the truth by saying that he was doing it in behalf of one of the aunts who had asked him. Now this is where it becomes a lie. So instead of just taking him at his word, I picked the phone up and called the aunt. The aunt confirmed that it was a blatant lie. Not only did she confirm it, but she now calls the brother, of uncle X and informed him that it was a lie. Hmm. The past now trying to repeat itself, but not so fast. You see the price of betrayal and lying is costly. Enabling a liar makes you a party to the offender's actions. You may not agree with the person and you may even try to correct a person's malignant actions, but no one can really make a grown person do anything that they don't want to do. However, there are repercussions for poor choices. All these years, I thought that my mother was just bitter over the past that she just could not and would not let go. And that she would never be able to change. But because I had a wonderful father, it was very difficult for me to understand what my mother must have gone through in reference to the relationship with her own father, who was abusive. Now I know, and I understand, and in my heart, I owe my mother an apology. But I thank God that I can still offer this to her. Because my mother's still alive. You see the secrets and the lies that people hide behind, oh, they do eventually surface. Now you can believe that. And once when I brought my mother to the farm a few months ago, I made a comment to her that her father was buried over in the family cemetery next to the great grandparents. And she said, and I quote, my daddy can't come to the house. And I said, it's okay mama, he won't, he's dead. Well today, as of 2021, uncle X cannot come to the house either or on our property or in my pecan Grove or near me or near my timber. And that goes for his son as well, who has not been honest or forthright either. You see, his son has enjoyed the privilege of purchasing land that he never even paid the surveying costs or part of the surveying costs that he was responsible for, nor did he pay the fee to the partitioning board or for the legal expenses that were incurred, nor has he ever tried or attempted to make it right. And as for my mother's brother, yes, he died a year ago after his land and my mother's land was legally separated from each other. And so Uncle X wants to know if I will create a road behind my farm to make it easier for a betrayer and his dishonesty as a person to come through my land in order to get to his or to his son's land after everything that's been done? Well, I think you know the answer. You see, forgiveness is, it's easy. Yes, it can be, especially when and if a person wants to be forgiven or asks and truly understands the sin or the betrayal that they have committed. But believe it or not, there are some people that are just too proud, too stubborn, and too arrogant to ask for forgiveness. But believe me, one day, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. And if hell is any harder than menopause, I don't want to go. The Only thing that I owe at this point is the love and respect and honor to my mother who has had to fight all of her life against familial injustice and betrayal. So I ask. What is the cost of betrayal? I'll tell you. It means a grave decision to shut a door that will never open again. And never is a very long time. I thank you as always for tuning in and listening. Again, this is whispered by Angela. WISPIT abbreviated stands for Women and Wisdom in Socially Powerful and Interesting Times. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at ARWISPIT. That is A-R-W-I-S-P-I-T. Thank you.